Welcome to Just Hair Me Out, a podcast about love, life, and hair. I'm Barbara. I've spent over 38,000 hours coloring hair. Hi, I'm Demetra, and I've spent over 1,000 weeks with scissors in my hands. With 50 clients a week in our chairs and 22 years on our feet, doing hair is not our hobby, it's our hustle. We've navigated salon politics and then opened salon suites of our own in 2020. We choose dogs over kids, skinny marks over beer, and we've only fired three clients. Each. Each. So today, we want to talk about how you should show up for your hair appointment. Mm-hmm. And let's first of all talk about photos, because I can't tell you how many people have come in and shown me photographs of a wig. <laughs> Demetra? Yes. <laughs> I would say about 90% of the time it, it, it's a wig. Yeah. But they don't know it. It's not their fault. No, you know? no. I mean, it's like the expectations, I guess, you know. Yeah. And I, I think it's important to have several pictures because uh you know of different types of uh haircuts what am i trying to say or color even i i think what barbara's trying to say here today people is (laughs) (laughs) is a lot of different photos of what you like and also of what you don't like because sometimes i think if you bring pictures in of just what you like um it's harder to still get an understanding. You could bring another picture of something you don't like, and it could be the exact same thing as something you like. And then you have to talk about it. Does that make sense? Yes. Yeah. It's important to bring both. What you like, what you don't like. Yes. And I like when people have several pictures of what they would like so that um, I can help <laughs> narrow it down and ch- like choosing from the pictures who has like whatever model or person it is. Um, it's important that they have the same type of hair as Mm -hmm. the person wanting it. Otherwise, it's not going to turn out. Right, exactly. So like if someone brings in several pictures and it literally looks like the same haircut almost, but you can tell as the professional on your end that their density is different, the texture is different, and how it's going to actually come out. You can pinpoint it more like, okay, yours is going to look more like this one. You know, and it might be a different variation, but then they can't actually see it, but you can, you know, and to tell them. So that's why it's important for different photos. Um, I say even you don't always have to bring in of like celebrities or models, even your own pictures, home pictures of something that you really liked, you know, at some point. No, that's a good point. Uh, For sure. And when it comes to hair color, it's important to, um, oh, I get this question all the time about should I come with my hair dirty? And the answer is not simple because it depends what color you're having done. If you're having uh, your hair highlighted or a process that puts it, your hair in foils, it doesn't matter at all if it's dirty or clean. And if you are getting an all over color where you're having hair color painted on your scalp, then it is helpful to have it not squeaky clean. And that is for the comfort of your scalp, not for the hair color. Right. So would you say that that's more like, is that someone who's going to get like a a on scalp kind of like a bleach service or even for a single process? Even single process. If you're covering gray, Mm -hmm. it'll be the color can irritate your skin or um, a lot of people can get itchy. Mm -hmm. And the same people will 
not have any reaction to it at all if they have like a little bit of natural oil happening. Yeah, so like a day-old hair is fine. Yeah, it's like a buffer. Yeah, yeah. See, that's not bad. And if you have um, a cover-up, like a powder or spray that's covering up your gray temporarily until you get your hair colored, um, it is really good to wash it out. Um, I used to always say, oh, it's no big deal. Like the color is going to go right through it. But some of these products really, really uh, build up on your hair and get kind of a waxy consistency. And, you know, just to save your time and, and all that, I would definitely just wash it out. Yeah, I, I agree. I've noticed um, it will still take, but sometimes you can notice it'll be a little iridescent in that spot where it's more heavily added, whether it be a color or a powder, you know? Yeah, or so it can look I, like hollow. Yeah, like it's almost yeah. not depositing 100%. It takes, but I, I highly recommend it as well, you know, just wash it out and, or, you know, at least just that area. Let's say you don't want to wash your whole head when you're coming in and you just do like a little spot. Wash this little area before you come in then if your hair is pretty clean for the most part, you know? Yeah, yeah. Also, yeah, if little... your hair is like really, really dirty, that's not helpful. Right. And and when I say that, I mean like a week plus. Yeah. Without washing. And then, and, and why is that not helpful? Besides the odor? <laughs> the stank? I'm just saying. Because the shit stank. And also. <laughs> Let's be real, ladies. Okay. <laughs> We're being real. Mm-hmm. Also, because. Um, a lot of us schedule our appointments, you know, pretty specifically, and we don't have time to wash your hair before we start. And, uh, you know, just like uh, any hair product in your hair, um, you know, it can deflect the color a bit if you have well, like way also, too much oil happening. Right. And also like you don't want to wash it right before the service too, because it's like then you have to dry the hair to apply the color because you can't really necessarily apply color to what hair can you when you're doing a single it depends process, on the or? depends on the color brand some of them oh, you can okay. hmm. but okay yeah i did not know that okay see even i'm learning um, something today and also um i would say and you can correct me demetra mm-hmm. but for hair color i think that it it is helpful if you're getting highlights or it's your first time seeing me. I really like it when people come in with their hair styled how they normally wear it. So that I know where I want to put the highlights. Mm-hmm. Yeah, if you wear a specific part, this is also with um, hair cutting as well. You know, I a lot of clients say, oh, just cut my hair in the middle. But they never wear their hair in the middle. They always wear a side part. And then when you go to style it to the side, they have so much more layering on one side than the other. And they're like, well, why does it seem so uneven? And I try to explain to them, well, because once you flip that hair over, it, it's the illusion, right? But if you're someone who actually wears your hair to the side all the time, I personally like to cut it on the side, just like you for highlighting. You know, if they have a specific part, you kind of want to, what do they call that? Um when you guys do the coloring, like right in, what is this? Like the money pieces, right? Oh, you yeah. Could do like, like a money piece here or in a side part, kind of have a money piece or, or, or whatever the terminology is, right? When you do it on a specific part that you wear all the time, it just accentuates it and looks a lot better, you know? So I think it's very important 
I do tell my clients I have also a lot of clients that love middle parts and then they flip it back and forth. And then it doesn't really matter to do it. Um, you always want it to be even when it's in the middle. But side parts always end up looking off no matter what, right? So if you're going to be doing middle and side parts, you always get a cut in the middle, always. But if you have a distinctive part, you always cut it on a distinctive part because it will always look just a lot better. Yeah. Agreed. Mm-hmm. You heard it here first, people. Yep. We're telling you the juice, <laughs> the tea and the juice is what they call it, right? The new words, tea. Yes. Yes. Or is that just on like gossip and dating and tea? I think it's, well, I think it's gossip. Mm. Oh, okay. Well, we don't do that over here, right? I mean, <laughs> never. No, of course not. Um, also, one other thing to think about is uh, the bottom line of this whole episode is trust your hairstylist because you're paying them for their expertise. And I want to talk about how people sometimes want bangs and they have curly hair, but they mm. want straight bangs mm. and they get the bangs and then they don't want to blow out the bangs. Are you following me on this one? Yeah. So they want bangs. They want to wear them curly or they don't want to wear them curly. They don't want to wear them curly. Right, but they have curly hair, but they're only blowing out the bangs. So they want yes. straight bangs and curly hair. Yeah. You know, that's definitely a look. Um, I know a few people that have done it, and it works for them, actually. It actually oh, yeah. does work. You know, it, it's not that it doesn't work. Mm. Well, <laughs> what I was going to say, though, is <laughs> it's um, it's frustrating when someone wants a hairstyle that is like a lot of work but they don't really want to put in the work. Put in the work, right. That's Well, that's the biggest thing, right? When someone comes in and it's like, again, it, it goes back to bringing in those photos, right? It's not only what you probably want your end result to look like, but the importance of what's going to come along with it, right? So let's say you're showing me a photo, but let's say your hair needs to grow into that style, right? You're obviously not going to get that hair style immediately. So this is something that we have to work towards. So you also have to talk about, okay, in order to get you... Um, you know, we have A, B, and C. For, to get you from A to C, we have to go through B first. And this is what we need to do. And sometimes that's going to require styling products, a different way of styling your hair. You're going to put in some work because it's not exactly where you want it to be per se, right? So you got to put some work in. And I think um, the other biggest thing is I was actually having a conversation with my client about this last week. And we were talking about the significance of styling hair and how a lot of times before she had started coming to me, how every other hairdresser before would give her a haircut and they would style it and it would be amazing. She's like, you know, walking out of there, just looking like she's walking on, you know, like Broadway in New York and Michigan Avenue feeling fabulous. But she would get home, she wouldn't be able to do her own hair. And it was just so hard to do. And I explained to her, hey, that's great and dandy if they want to make it look fabulous. But what I found over the years of doing hair is trying to figure out, it's kind of a formula per se, right? You have to look at the amount of hair someone has, their density, their texture, their everything with it, and then say, how do I create this look, but where my client is actually going to style it? Because let's say she lets it air dry and only has five minutes to use the dryer, right? And this look that she's looking for requires a full 25 minute blowout, right? With her hair type, because she wants that bob with the French bangs. And that requires a look. Can't kind of let it air dry if you have curly hair and you're just working a little bit in the front. 
you know? Um, so a lot of times I talk about how I try to make it as easy as possible for my clients to do their hair. I can get crazy with the scissors or styling with people and make it real like crazy, right? But then my client's not going to be able to do it. So I try to take what they're looking for and and make it work with their hair type, their hair texture, and what they're going to do with it at home, whether it be with their styling products and just the time that they have. And I think a lot of stylists don't think of that. They're like, okay, this person wants, you know, this, this just example, I'm saying the French bob, you know, because that could take a lot of work to do. And I've there's an easy way of also doing that where your client can style it themselves. That's all I'm saying. You know, and I, I think it would be nice if people would take that into consideration when you know, other professionals, I mean, you know, and if they don't know, maybe now they know like, hey, you don't have to work so hard at giving that haircut, you know, maybe yeah. less is more because you need to give it to where the client's going to be able to do it themselves or else they're going to leave and be unhappy, even if it's a great haircut, because some people come in and they're like, oh, this is the worst haircut ever. And I'm like, this is the best haircut I've ever seen. Whoever you went to, this is so precise. This is so perfect. But the client still can't style it, Right. And it could be perfect. It's just it needed a little tweaking or maybe some weight removal so it can dry faster and make it easier for the client. You know, so that's why it's other, another thing that's really important to stick with who you're going with because they eventually, they know your hair. They see colics. They see your hair thinning over time. You know? Yeah. It's helpful. And I'm sure like with color, you know, when clients start getting more gray in certain areas, you know, you even if they want to keep that exact same color, you have to like restructure and reformulate their color to make it still look the same. Even if now they're having, you know, 20% more gray just in the front, but it was the same in the back or right. it's not going to look the same. And they, you know, I think sometimes um, they don't understand, you know, what's involved with it. So that's what me and Barbara are here to tell you guys. There's a lot more than just slopping on that color and, you know, <laughs> giving you that great haircut. We're really, th there, there, there's a method behind the madness here. You know, there yes. really is. Yes. Well, yeah. and, and sometimes people want to know like exactly what their formula is for color or this mm -hmm. or that. And, you know, it's, it really, really varies because as you just said, you can do the same color, but formulate it several different ways given how, the hair is when you're starting out. Mm -hmm. And for example, if somebody has uh, like all winter long gets highlights and has them toned a certain way in the summertime when they're in sun and they come in, they get their highlights done. They want it to look exactly the same. It's going to be a different process on their ends to have and it a look different the formula, same. not only yeah. process, but also a different formula to create that same color. And, yeah. you know, it's the same thing with hair. Um, a lot of my clients also ask me the same thing with, you know, should I be, you know, switching shampoo and conditioner? And I say, well, what is it that you're looking for? You know, smoothness, body, you know, that's usually my first question. And then they'll say, I don't know, because I just hear it's good to switch it. I said, I like to switch shampoo and conditioner based on the environment. Mm -hmm. So here in Chicago, we have four seasons. I like to use something different in the winter opposed to something in the summer. My hair gets really flat, a little bit more smooth in the winter. So I like to use something that's hydrating, but then can also give me some volume, right? In the summer, my hair gets really frizzy, right? So I'm going to use an anti-frizz product to tame it. 
So that's when I would say, you know, if you're happy with what you're using, don't switch it. You switch it based on what the environment is, what the weather is, because that's what your hair is going to be affected by. Um, so that, that's what I, I recommend when they ask me. Absolutely. Yeah. And I'm sure it's the same with hair coloring, right? You need a little extra more protection if you're going to be out in the sun or on vacations, right? So it doesn't mm-hmm. alter the color, Barbara. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. And if you have a second home in Florida, you have a whole different set of products and shampoos there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I mean, is there any specific um, brands that you like or do we not want to go into that at the moment? <laughs> oh, man. That's a whole that's a whole episode on itself. Okay. Yeah, we'll we'll touch base on that later. We're not going to give you guys all the goods all in one episode, okay? <laughs> let so us give, do, yeah, let's do a little more research on this bad boy, you know. <laughs> okay. So thanks so much for joining us today and make sure you show up for your next hair appointment politely. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and on time. That's always good, right? Um, yeah, got to be on time. Yes. Everyone happy. So yes, Barbara's right. So show up and also follow us on Just Hear Me Out podcast. We are on Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and TikTok. And we will see you guys next week. Thank you. Bye. Bye. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please subscribe or follow. And please leave a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. Lastly, follow us on social media for clips of past and future episodes. All our accounts are listed in the show notes below. Thanks so much for listening. 